0: mistakes I see writers make so you can avoid them and make this the year you finish your novel. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can sign up for free at savannahgilbo.com forward slash training. One more time, that's savannahgilbo.com forward slash training to get your hands on this free masterclass. So my point is that you have to do the work to make the mistakes and learn. You have to be willing to take that imperfect action if you're going to achieve your goals. There's no way around it. And let's say that you start making decisions and a few of them don't work, that is really okay. If a decision doesn't work out, then you just move on to the next thing to get closer to it eventually working. Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to talk about something that I know a lot of writers struggle with, myself included, and it's the idea of perfectionism versus procrastination. You might have heard me say this before, but I am a recovering perfectionist, meaning that I know I can be a perfectionist, and I also know that it doesn't really serve me as well as I might have once thought it did. I talk to a lot of writers who are at all stages of the writing, editing, or publishing process that also deal with perfectionism, but it's especially something that writers deal with when they're just starting out or when they're in the beginning section of their stories. Those tend to be the two biggest times I see perfectionism literally stop writers in their tracks. And what's funny is that if you're anything like me, it's almost like we think that by being a perfectionist or by trying to have everything perfectly figured out before we start writing or before we dig into revisions or before we query agents or whatever it is, it's almost like we think the results of whatever we're doing will be better. But that's not really true because in most cases we wait so long to actually do the work or send out those queries or move from an outline to actually writing a draft or whatever it is. We wait so long that it ends up never getting done, and then if you're like me, you feel like a little bit of a failure, so maybe you start researching how to organize yourself better or how to improve your writing process or whatever it is, but still nothing gets finished. So here's the thing that I've come to realize. Perfectionism is really just another form of procrastination, and I'm going to say that again because I think it's so important. Perfectionism is another form of procrastination. And to take this one step further, I also know that allowing yourself to take action, make decisions, and probably make some mistakes is how you're going to continue learning and growing and how you're finally going to finish your draft or get your book out into the world. So you have to be okay with making mistakes. Now, if you're a perfectionist, you're probably thinking, whoa, I don't like the idea of this, but just hear me out for a second because this is where I'm coming from. Over the last 12 months, I've really challenged myself to start making decisions more quickly. And this is not something that comes natural to me. I really like to take my time and weigh the pros and cons of everything, you know, gather all the facts and things like that. But more often than not, that results in me making no decision. And in many cases, if I don't make decisions, I don't hit my goals, whether those goals are writing-related, personal, or professional. Because you do have to take action to move forward to hit your goals, right? Logically, I think we all know this, but it's not always easy to do. So I wanted to share what has helped me because maybe it will help you start to get into action. And what really helped me was hearing one of my business mentors talk about this idea of a cut bait date. And basically, this means that no matter where you're at in the process of whatever you're working on, by that cut bait date, you're just going to have to say, okay, the time is up, I have to make a decision, I'm going in this direction with my plot, or I'm choosing this story idea to write next, or I'm going to work with this editor or coach, or I'm taking this writing course, or I'm going to cut this scene or whatever it might be. So hearing this idea of a cut bait date was really helpful to me once I started to put that into practice. Also, around that same time that I heard about this idea of a cut bait date, I was working with a writer who had been waffling back and forth between publishing their book or putting it through another round of editing. And we talked about this video that he had seen where Seth Godin used the term ship it, which basically means to just get your work out into the world, even if it's not 100% what you want it to be. And I've seen this video before. It's really fantastic. I'm going to link to it in the show notes in case you haven't seen it. But basically there comes a time, it's usually a specific date, where you need to say that enough is enough and you need to move on. And the more you waffle back and forth, or the more you wallow in whether you made the right decision or not, all you're doing is eating up your creativity, your bandwidth, your time, and your energy. Because as Seth Godin says, until you ship it, you never know if it's going to work or not. And the more you overthink that decision to ship it, the more you're just delaying the inevitable. Now, again, this might make sense logically, right? It's easy to be like, okay, yeah, this makes sense, but it's a whole different story to put this into practice. And I know this because, like I said, I am a recovering perfectionist too. And I will share with you a quick story of how I put this into practice recently and how something still came up that didn't feel great, but I kept going. And I'm really glad I did. So, Just the other week, I was doing a presentation for a group of writers, and we were talking about scene structure and how to write a meaningful arc of change in a scene and things like that. And then we were about, I don't know, halfway through the presentation, and somebody in the audience pointed out in the chat that I had a typo on one of my slides, and then it turned into them basically questioning my ability as an editor because I had a typo on my slide. And I'm sharing this with you for two reasons. First, because obviously I could have spent more time checking the spelling and grammar on each individual slide because I had a typo, right? I could have spent more time fixing it. I could have also paid somebody to check it for me and correct it for me or something like that, right? Those things would have both taken extra time, and if I hired somebody, that would have required a financial investment. So I totally could have done that, and the perfectionist in me does wish that I had. I really wish that I had all my slides and everything I ever do. I wish it could be typo-free, and I wish it could all be perfect. But instead of getting hung up on this person's criticism or the idea that maybe I look unprofessional because I had a typo or two in my slides, I reframed it and I thought about all the other wonderful things that I was able to do because I did not spend the extra time proofreading my presentation. And look, for the record, I really did think it was good to go. I did proofread it, but we are all humans that make mistakes, right? It does happen. So let's just play with this example for a second because let's say I had spent another hour or whatever it took to proofread my slides. Or let's say that I had sent it out to someone to help me make sure that it was 100% perfect, whatever it is. Because of that time I spent doing one of those two things, I might not have gotten a podcast episode done that week. So how would I have felt about not sharing a new episode with my wonderful listeners when I know that new episodes would definitely help them with their writing and it would definitely help get more stories out into the world? So how would I feel about not sharing a new episode because I spent my time and energy, which I only have so much of and which you only have so much of, right? How would I have felt if I spent my time and energy making sure a slide deck was 100% perfect instead of getting out a new podcast episode for you? Knowing myself, that would have not felt very good. And here's the thing. There were so many people that were at that presentation that just loved it. I got a lot of great feedback on how what we talked about helped them or opened their eyes to something in their own writing or whatever it was. So even though there was a typo here and there, I like to look at the good things that this imperfect presentation did. Now, I know you're probably like, okay, that's cool, but what does that have to do with me writing my own book? Well, it's kind of the same thing for you. If your outline is not perfect, that's okay. You're still making progress. If you write a first draft that's not perfect, that's okay. It was never going to be anyway, so don't put that expectation on yourself. If you publish a book that has a typo or a gap in logic or a mistake somewhere, that's okay too. I mean, have you ever read a published book from a traditional publishing house even that has a typo in it? Because I certainly have. Some of my favorite stories have mistakes in them, and I don't love them any less for having those mistakes. So my point is that you have to do the work to make the mistakes and learn. You have to be willing to take that imperfect action if you're going to achieve your goals. There's no way around it. And let's say that you start making decisions and a few of them don't work. That is really okay. If a decision doesn't work out, then you just move on to the next thing to get closer to it eventually working. So think of it this way. It's almost like you're always just troubleshooting. And I think this is a nice frame of mind to have, especially when it comes to writing a book. You're either discovering your draft as you work through it, or you're troubleshooting the ideas that you've already committed to and that maybe you've already put on the page. And when this happens or when you make a decision that doesn't particularly work out, you can just ask yourself, what can I learn from this or where can I grow? And I'm telling you, this one little mindset shift has been huge for me in the last 12 months, and I hope it can be the same for you. So getting back to just getting your story out there, again, I'm going to repeat what I said earlier. Until you ship it, you're never going to know if what you've written is going to work or not, and you'll never get the lessons or the feedback that you need to accomplish your goals. So you have to get it out there and you have to do the work and make the mistakes that come with doing that work. Because only then will you learn and grow and actually accomplish the things you want to accomplish. So long story short, if you're trying to get something just right or if you're trying to get it perfect, you're really just procrastinating getting it out into the world. And I know if you're like me, you probably have high standards and you want whatever you put out into the world to be really good quality. I know this and I relate to this because I struggle with it too sometimes. I talk to a lot of people who are perfectionists and it's always funny because not many of them will admit to being a perfectionist. It's more like, no, we have high standards, right? We don't have problems with perfectionism. We just have high standards. But seriously, those high standards can sometimes be a mask for procrastination. And procrastination comes from fear. So I'm going to say that one more time. Procrastination comes from fear. You're probably feeling scared or you're worried about what people will think of what you're doing or what you produce, or you're afraid that your story won't work and what will happen if it doesn't sell or what if you do put it out there and people don't like it. And even worse, what will people think of you if it doesn't sell or if you get bad reviews? I mean, we've all been there in some form or another, and that's okay. It's okay that our procrastination is just fear. We are human and fear is always going to be wired into our brains, right? That's just how we are. Fear helps to keep us safe in many different situations, but if you let it get the best of you, then finishing your book and getting it out into the world is going to be very, very difficult. So that's what I'm always trying to keep in mind, whether I'm thinking about my own writing or something I put out on the podcast or in a presentation I'm giving or even something in my personal life. We all have to be willing to put things out there that aren't perfect. They can be good or they can even be really good. Don't get me wrong. They don't have to be terrible, but they don't have to be 100% perfect either. And again, that's because perfectionism is not going to happen on your first shot at anything. Let's just say it's not going to happen at all, right? We probably shouldn't expect perfection ever. But you do have to get your stories out there. You have to get feedback. You have to see how people are resonating with what you've written. You have to see how they're reacting to it and see how you can make it better and things like that. So the more you can start taking action and making decisions quickly, the better and more natural it will eventually feel for you to do so. The biggest hurdle that you will need to get over is your own mindset or feeling okay with putting something out there that's just good, not perfect. So I want you to feel like it's okay to put something out there that's good and not perfect because you know that you're going to get to that greatness or that type of story that you're really proud of if you put it out there, pay attention to the feedback and how people are responding to whatever it is that you put out into the world. So if you are a perfectionist or someone with really high standards, the next time that you're faced with a decision, I challenge you to be aware of the time you're spending on making that decision. Give yourself a time frame to figure it out. Make that decision. Cut bait and never look back. So that's it for today's episode. I really hope that some of this hit home with you, especially if you're struggling with perfectionism or procrastination. And maybe if you've never thought that the two are linked before, I hope something in this episode will unlock things for you. So let me know, come find me on Instagram or leave a review for this podcast and let me know if something in today's episode resonated. I read all of the reviews and I love hearing which episodes resonate the most. So let me know. And hey, if you're having trouble getting started with your writing, I have a free resource for you that I just updated. It's called the Story Starter Kit and it's a workbook that has five questions that will help you figure out the foundational elements of the story you want to tell. So if you are having trouble and if you're stuck at that starting line, go get the starter kit. You can download it at savannagilbo.com forward slash starter kit. So one more time, that's savannagilbo.com forward slash starter kit. I will put the link in the show notes for easy access as well. So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannagilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.